we need a catchphrase. Recording in progress? No, no. I like it. That's that, that's horrible. That's no. Thank you, guest. Thank no. you. That, no, that's <laughs> actually the worst I think you've ever done, Keegan. I think we owe our guests an apology and the I'm audience actually, an apology. I'm actually, a, I don't know if I had actually started. I mean, like that works as a catchphrase too, but like it's Bev's recording, but like I didn't get that lady that Keegan, what's the name of, what's the name of this podcast? Dumb Comic Creators. Okay, and so how does that have to do with recording and progress? Well, I mean, we record a podcast. So. That so does every other podcast. By definition, that is what a podcast is. Well, then they could use that brilliant catchphrase with a question mark at the end of recording in progress. So yeah. then that's not a unique it's, podcast. It doesn't, it's comedic. Like, it's comedic. That doesn't hook people in. Okay, Keegan, you, I'm not going to lie. That we have a podcast that's worth listening Keegan, to. Keegan, I'm not going to lie. The hiatus has not done you wonders. It's, <laughs> you've gone downhill. Hiatus has done me plenty. Are we recording? That's it's not a it's not a catchphrase. It's a question. Are we actually recording? There was no lady a, telling me that we're recording. I don't know if we're recording. There's a red dot that says recording. It says recording, but usually somebody tells me. Did they get rid of it, that? I, I guess they just. I had a lady it. say she was recording. You did. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't get the lady. Okay. Okay. All right, so so we so, so we said the name of our podcast. What's your name again? What? What's your name again? What? It's been a while. What's your name chicka, again? Chicka Slim Shady. <laughs> almost, almost. No. I apologize, audience. <laughs> What's your name again? Is is the alt version? <laughs> I apologize, all that five listeners to What's our podcast. Again? What's your name again? What's your name again? My name is Slim right. Shady. Okay, so so fourth wall breaking. Keegan has a four month year old. <laughs> and his lack of sleep is now stronger than ever. So my lack of sleep, no, man. I just I have all these pent up bits that I have to get out right now. So it's been it's been four months. So so what's not, your name again? Podcasting, Keegan. You just have my name. And what's my what, what's my name? What's my name? Eric. Eric. And who are we? Dom comic creators. And what are we doing? Arguing as usual. No, we're recording. God, now you can't even get your own catchphrase right. <laughs> you had one Are job we to recording? Do. I don't know. I don't they know. Have I have no idea. They will like, try to get the catchphrase, but you can cut it, get it. So I didn't um, even say a catchphrase. I just asked a question. Are we recording? So you so our catchphrase that we you were gonna suggest is you didn't even suggest a catchphrase? No, I didn't. So you're, I, so you're not you've given up on trying is what I'm hearing. Recording in progress, I guess. I don't know. Okay, all right. Do we have somebody to speak with today who's already spoken? No, we have a we have a sponsor. Oh, we have a sponsor, right? I got yes. to do the sponsor. Oh, I'm so sorry, one and only comics. We have failed you. Yes. Now they haven't paid us or even approached us. But but, but, but we believe we be we're just gonna cold promote them. And yeah. if they throw us some money afterwards, it's cool. It's like those guys, if you're in a shady part hey. of town that come and start wiping your windows, we're if those John, guys in this in If this it situation. works for John Oliver and Ladders, it can work for us and one yeah. and only comics. Exactly. And we're not going to go away until they give us a little money. Yeah. Right? We're gonna... or, a free, or a free comic I'm really cheap to buy. Oh, God. Hey, come on. No, comic. these comics are not worth buying. Well, it's a great way to take a sponsor. That was bad. One only comics. You were great to have for a day. We understand when you drop us. What do they have here? They have like comic books. They have mini comics. Looks like thirty-one days of monsters, serial demon comics, Oasis. Oh, they got zines. That's four dollars. You can. They got zines. The zines look a lot like comics to me. So I'm I'm a little suspicious of that. They got they have, toys. They got a loot. They, they have pumpkin man who doesn't look like he's wearing any pumpkins, or even if this series a man. Well, then they got gremlins. Those are comics. Looks like gremlins. This is all done by Brian Judge. Well, they got posters. You want a poster? Mm -hmm. Cool. They got hoodies. Looks like forty dollars. That's a lot for a hoodie. But Gremlins. I understand it's hard to get hoodies printed. Costs a lot. Mm -hmm. 
so city. it's like a weird so so now that we talked about our great sponsors so much well, hold on no us, no we got to tell people how to how to find it and stuff go to one and only comics.com you'll find a very interactive website where you can give your credit card information and exchange for a certain amount of money they'll give you a product and you now change give- the you use the product you click on, but sometimes if you're special, it may not be. What? I'm saying that you might click on the wrong thing and be like, I didn't want that. That's on oh. you, not on them. Yeah. They did it good. You did it bad. Click on something that you do want. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that'd be weird if you didn't. Right. Well, I mean, you could miss misclick, have a mouse flip, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just, yeah. Well, yep. all right. So one and only comics, give us our money. We're not going away until you do. Or a free um, comic. Yeah. Eric, you want to introduce our guest? Yeah. So we have Zach today, who also is known more on the comic book circuit as Serial Demon. He's a great. He's got, he's, hello. He's got some great stuff. You can find, he's got, if you can find him on his Discord, he's got a bunch of different stuff. He's got comics and ongoing comic artwork digital and paper and paintings which i thought was really cool and so but it's a nice kind of all-around good discussion i did not check out his tarot card so if he's going to sue me that's good reason as any but those are actually pretty cool too just looking at them well thank you and i will sue okay well (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, so I would really check out his stuff. He's if you are on our Zoom or watch this on YouTube, if you look at his background, he's got some key characters in the poker game. You know, he's got Flea Man. He's got the the guy that says like I don't like my shirt. Yep, yep. He's right <laughs> over there. Yep, right over there. And we got, got Serial Demon. Stuff. Yeah, Serial Demon himself. Speaking of, you can buy his comics on oneandonlycomics.com. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Currently uh, now, and it comes with a emoji sticker. Ooh. Cool. Uh, uh, currently, yeah. Currently, Oasis is going for four dollars. It's on the front page. Oasis. He sent to to us, Eric. And yeah, I, I read it. It was good. It's well. It's well printed. You know, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Nice card stock for the cover. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to fall apart on you instantly. And um, yeah. Uh, is there a reason why you uh, use paper more than like digital? Because like looking like even just right now looking at your it's like your just the Oasis one that looks like it was drawn, not digitally art done. Yeah, I actually <laughs> I spent a lot more time working <laughs> off of pen and paper originally. I've only actually been doing digital for about a year now, so <laughs> I I don't know. I just love the feel of working off of paper. There's something about working the pencil on there. I, I I like the results better. What drew you to like switch or drew you to paper versus digital, and like why did you actually even try digital if you like paper? Just out of curiosity. I think it came from a place of artist insecurity. Honestly, I was seeing so many other artists online who were doing these amazing, like really rendered pieces of art. And I was like, you know, I I would love to get to a point where I'm not doing just like stick figures and barely drawn caricatures. I'd love to get to where it looks like that. And so that kind of really drew me into playing with digital. And I don't know, the more I do it, the more I like it. How did you get started in comics? Excuse me? How did you get started drawing comics? I got started, I've always kind of had an inclination about making them as comics. Years ago, me and some buddies used to draw little notes, but we'd draw little stick figures and pass it back and forth and do these little adventures. And I kind of sat on that idea since then. And like my main character at that time was Serial Demon. And so about two years ago, just about, I got to where I was just kind of hanging out. I had a newborn baby. I'm just relaxing. And somebody was like, why don't you try drawing your characters and, you know, make a comic? And I said, yeah, sure. And I was a huge fan of like Gary Larson growing up. So I was like, I, I'll do a little single panel things. And it it blew up out of control since then. <laughs> <laughs> and 
you're so I mean you're coming out with stuff daily, which is impressive. I mean, do you like have stuff pre-planned or do you kind of just go like, eh, I'll see where their character takes me? I actually do. I have a huge backlog of ideas. I've got like three different notes applications just full of ideas. And that's another one of the reasons I like to do digital versus like painting and on papers. While I'm working on one of those, I've got all these other ideas on the back burner, just kind of, I don't know, I let them cook until I'm ready to chew them out. Do you prefer doing like the one panel ones or do you, because you've done, obviously like Oasis is a multi-page one, or do you prefer the one panel or do you prefer the multi-panel or like good and bads of both? You know, I think I, I've always loved doing the single panel, the amount I can get done in a single panel has gotten to where I've, I'm kind of naturally progressing into the full page, but I love the just kind of rapid fire. You know, you get in, you say all you need to say and you're out that you can get with the single panels. Those have always been the most fun for me because I can uh, really distill it down to just the core idea. So explain a little bit about your um, characters and your universe. Well, I like to imagine that it's kind of a universe or world similar to ours. There's all sorts of elements from like this world that are there, but it's still different. I like the idea of having various foods be like demons i'm not really sure why maybe it's just like that old 90s edge that's kind of seeping in but i love i love the idea of these bug creatures and little rodents just taking these ideas these little things that you wouldn't expect to be full-on characters and blowing them up into being their own identities kind of like with characters like red vines demon where it's He's just like a candy dude, but, you know, he's a full-fledged, beefy monster that you got to deal with. And I've got characters, like I mentioned, the emo cheese stickers, where it's like, you know, it's just this edgy, just mopey little wedge of cheese that's hanging out and usually got something zingy to say. So, I don't know, it's a Twilight Zone-esque world where food and animals are just as in control of their own identities as people are, I guess. Eric? So I, I, <laughs> I, I, I was, was a long pause. I was I, expecting. No, I was, I, I always, no, so. We'll edit that do out. You prefer, okay, well, no, <laughs> leave it in. Leave it in. Uh, leave it in. Do you prefer like the art part of it or like the like story part of it? Because. Again, I was actually just again rereading Oasis during this. What I was distracted by, honestly. <laughs> Do you because like Oasis is a like, good, like just concise, well done storytelling, but like even the art itself is just really good. Like I like the background. I especially like the Schlorp panel. If you know what I'm, if yeah, you, actually, you get that reference. Do you prefer like the story part, or do you prefer the art, or again some combination thereof? I think it's it's one of those where one hand washes the other. I've always liked storytelling and writing but i've never been well i've never considered myself good enough at writing stories and so as i've gotten to explore practicing and learning how to draw i it's really kind of just one hand holds the other because i get to write this cute little idea and then i get to really work into translating it into this visual like with the Schlorp one I just had this image in my head of you know he's down at this pool of liquid and just drinking it in and uh I'm not gonna lie I thought it was a ramen bowl when I first saw it (laughs) that's exactly (laughs) it see oh cool (laughs) I'm glad the idea came across well because that's exactly what I was going for the whole time okay good I thought okay I'm just I'm like Oh, that's cool. It looks like a ramen bowl. And then, like, pretty sure it's a ramen bowl, but I don't want to swear to it. See, that's what I was going for. I wanted it to, you know, to look like a ramen bowl, make you think of a ramen bowl, but maybe not tip its hand right away. Uh, that makes sense. 
I always ask this question, so please bear with me. It's a very beginning question. What would you recommend to a new comic book writer? You said you've been doing this for two years, so obviously, like you have more experience than like a brand new comic book writer. What would you like suggest to them, or like just kind of like get like good like, hey, this is what you should do. You know, I think that the best advice or best tip I could give is just jump at it. You know, it's one of those where. You know, you you can tell looking at my work that it's still in process of growing and changing because I don't really spend a lot of time practicing. You know, I each successive piece is the practice that leads into the next piece. And, you know, just always try something a little different. Push yourself outside of that comfort zone. The more you try, the more you'll get. So I I admit before this interview... I did not go and scroll all the way down your Instagram feed to see what had come before. Yes, Discord. Then you said, <laughs> like, kind of gave me the origin. I, I no, his Instagram feed, or I, I don't know, is it all on Discord too? All the one, I, all the one panels. Everything's on Discord. Oh, good. Uh, okay. I'm uploading to Instagram more periodically, but okay. as it's coming out, it's going straight onto the Discord first. So like your your very first drawings are like what you just mentioned, like stick figures, no uh, perspective, no like fleshed out even character character pieces. Very bare no, bones. no line work, no color, uh, no panel, like you just mentioned. And so so let me let let's back up even further than my first question. Uh, did when did you learn to draw? Like, have you always drawn? Are you like an artist in other in other things? Actually, I started learning to draw when I started doing the comics. When you started I, the comic, wow, yeah. cool. Okay, no, that's, that's really great. impressive. That's, that's so cool. That's exactly where it's like pra practice makes perfect. It's like. And and to be honest with you, I was I wondered about it because with no offense meant in any way, your work is like slightly it looks like slightly rudimentary, right? Like slightly mm -hmm. like a high school kid might have drawn it. It's like rough around notebook. the edges. Right, yeah, no, that's and that's okay. But like it's also it has you have some tricks in there, like some like you know, even though it's rudimentary looking, it's very detailed. It has like lots of detailed bits to it that that would tell you that this is like, oh no, this is like an expert made this. Yeah, you know, like like the the rudimentary art style is there, but like there's enough details even in this poker game, like with the chips having lines and like and designs on them, that you don't you don't care that the perspective's not a hundred percent or but there's sh the shading is missing, right? Because it it all fits together. But it, but it, yeah, and I personally, I love this style. I love. I we, oh, we had you're another, very um, also like you're able to be very consistent between that too. And you remind me in a good way of one of my our, our previous guests, which is Psycho, which is why I asked the first question <laughs> of like digital versus non digital. I don't know if you've you've seen any of our stuff, but there is a Psycho Comics who's an illustrator who is we talked to him for, we asked one question they spent 40 minutes just got a screaming about why paper is the only way to do art from now on in <laughs> comics and everyone else who does it is wrong and like and his stuff is very very gay he's a very very talented artist and like in like in a good way your art reminds me of his because like his stuff again is like violent like consists and like consistently well done and it's kind of what i saw you especially with the demon so I know that's, <laughs> that's why I was curious that's about that. That's not who I was going for. I was going for the finger bang comics that Oh finger bang comics. Yeah, uh, yeah they're yeah. also very good too. Which were the similar, the similar like rudimentary, looks like a high school, but with all the tricks and perspective and like little details that bring you in to the page. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's fascinating to see your progress in this case. Yeah. Well, because also like again, like you can actually see your progress like in there. Because again, you start off with the the cheapest timeline, which is <laughs> like it's it's funny, it's entertaining, it's good stuff. But like 
it's stick figures to the yes. future, to told. <laughs> <laughs> it's so rudimentary and basic. I because when I got started doing the little comics, the, doing the stick figures back in high school was the full extent of my having any drawing experience. So I was like, mm-hmm. I was really dug in with those first one hundred. I was like, I'm. I'm going to do stick figures. That's me. I'm the stick figure guy. And <laughs> no, that that's completely done away with by now. But nice. what made you want to switch from them? You're just like, I can't convey as much or storylines. It was a lot of it was getting to better show details, like characters like Serial Demon himself, you know, because he's an all black silhouetted style character. Mm-hmm. immediately disappears off the page if you try to do any amount of shading or other line work like you can see in some of the later like stick figure style panels he just completely starts to fade into the background because you know it's black on black on black mm-hmm. so uh, a lot of it was that and then also trying to just push myself to be able to draw characters and get their proportions right like the flea man character's never been fully stick figure because he's all round and potato like and so it, characters like him and my ghost kind of like nudged me along into the path of better developing like my character body styles and then at one point somewhere in like I think the 300 run I was like you know what screw it I'm going to fully commit to drawing these as characters. And I, I like, I make like a radical shift halfway through that 100 set where it just turns straight into actual bodied characters and not just sticks. Yeah. Even like you're, cause like you get more colorful as time goes on too. So like it's kind of, it was, again, it was an interesting like progression because it went from black and white to like, I'm just yeah, reading I mean, like your really... issue like around like, 400 500 you have like start putting in full backgrounds and color and stuff too so that was definitely a i have found that pretty much everything i told myself no 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 i'm not going to do that when i got started (laughs) is what i'm doing because i was like oh i'm just going to do stick figures i'm not going to take it as seriously no color and then like someone gave me some like stabilo pens with some color and i was like oh okay i'll put a little dab of color there just a little and now i'm over here with like hundreds of markers just (laughs) meticulously trying to fill out every little (laughs) i can and like so so let me ask you um since you've started have you been taking notes on how other people do their comics or how are you learning some of these tricks or do you read a lot of comics and you're just kind of throwing stuff in that you think would look good or are you have you like done any research or or like um, a little yeah. bit I, I okay. do I make a lot of mental notes so like one of my favorite artists on like Instagram is Mary Jane and uh, she does like these really intricate cat designs and I love the way she does like hair patterning and these really like ethereal cat styles i don't know they're weird but i like them a lot of it is just trial and error i've been reading comics i i was way more into like newspaper comics as a kid but in the last like year and a half i've been picking going to like my bookstores picking up like the great hits and reading through just to kind of give myself context for how other artists translate their ideas I love paying attention to the online artist community, like the one and only comics, the cult of Zomic, or I think that's how they pronounce it. You know, I I love to get to see how other people do it. And it's Zomic or comic book. I I think it's cult of comic book, but it spells with a Z. See, I always call it Zomic just because there's the X in there, (laughs) but you know. But I think it's meant to, oh yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't know. We'll have to have Brian back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. have to ask him. He's the authority. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Keep continue. Yeah. You, you like. Yeah. I, so I, I make a lot of mental notes. I like to think of looking at other comics or other people's art styles 
as kind of like having an English to Spanish dictionary. I might know what <laughs> I'm trying to say, but if I don't have the word, I'm just, I'm not going to get there. So sometimes I'll see someone's art and I'll go, oh, okay. So you, you shaded it like that, or, oh, you can shape the body like this when you're doing a positioning. But a lot of it comes down to just me obsessing over the paper and scratching it in and erasing like 500 different times. <laughs> <laughs> what about like color theory? Have you looked up any color theory? I haven't. I That's one of those things where I keep telling myself, you know, you should do that. And then I get into my procrastination mode and I just don't <laughs> even touch it. I, I will say, I think the thing that helps inform that sort of thing for me is I'm a huge like fan of movies and TV. I, I love the language of cinema and so I, I think a lot of that informs color choices and style choices for me yeah yeah it does yeah they follow that pretty pretty closely i was wondering because i i think that your color choices went from really bad to like now very good and and just like your other just like your entire art yeah um, yeah it's <laughs> yeah if you get yeah. I mean like Garfield, I thought the artwork again went from worse to much better as time went on too. So you're in sure, good company. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of, of cinema, if you could turn a serial demon into a movie, first of all, would it be animated or would it be live action? Animated. Absolutely. I think while live action can be fun, I think animation lets you do things that you can't with okay. with the physical like filming i i know so many six like arms actors i don't know what you're talking about but <laughs> uh who would you would you want did you have like an idea in mind in a perfect world who would voice act like each character or no oh man that's a good question you know what i have a for my character of wayne here if you mm -hmm. know wayne knight he was newman on seinfeld Oh, yeah. that's yeah. my number one pick for him for the rest <laughs> of the characters i'm not sure actually i you know if, if i sat down i could probably come out with my dream casting but as far as him goes oh yeah wayne knight 100 <laughs> if you had to voice act one yourself which one would you want to do you know i think the easy choice would be serial demon but i would probably do like lemon pepper who is like <laughs> this little guy this little yeah. yellow puffball <laughs> why is that like just like character like you like is there a character like you like associate with the most like hey this is my spirit demon or you know no. i think serial demon and flea man are probably the two i identify the most with because flea man is like that real kind of grungy a yo fam <laughs> kind of guy but then serial demons like this almost egomaniac I, I think I can relate to like the chaos energy that he brings, but then at the end of the day, I just want to sit there like shirtless eating some falafel like a flea man. <laughs> so <laughs> they all have a little bit of me in there somewhere. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. What's next? What's next for the Stereo Demon universe? Well, I'm going to be working on, I, I kind of took a little break from working on full page comics after I finished Oasis. Uh, so starting in 2024, uh, I've been outlining sort of, I'm going to work on a story comic. It's going to be my biggest one. I'm aiming for a couple of issues at about 40 pages long. And I have spent the last like 600 panels slowly sort of creeping towards one major story beat i guess you could say and i'm hoping to jump into making that with my full page comics because like my most recent work i've been doing after my 600th panel is just going back to this like real basic nothing's connected just kind of goofiness so i'm looking to tie up the story I was previously telling with a nice little bow. And as far as the rest of it, I'm just going to let it roll, see whatever makes me laugh, and just keep going from there. When do you, when do you draw? I like, to, I like to draw predominantly during, like I have a 
child and when she's taking her naps i'm sitting there the whole time drawing that whole time and then on fridays and saturdays i stay up late and then i work into like 2 a.m just drawing as much as i can who gets who gets up with the baby Maybe. in the morning in the morning oh mm -hmm. still even when you're mm -hmm. up till two well she sleeps <laughs> till about when i do I'll, okay. I'll oh, she'll nice. wake me up about nine in the morning <laughs> wow okay you, man you do have a golden child. Yeah. <laughs> i do Wait, real solid old? sleeper if you don't mind my asking how old two and a half two and a half wow wow ah man those regressions though they catch up to you and like they're <laughs> like you know you never know when it's gonna be a regression and fingers and that, crossed and that fingers 2 a.m turns into like an all-nighter all of a sudden and oh man uh, uh pop tarts toasted or not toasted toasted really i i do i like them toasted i think if you're gonna get something like the ice cream sundae style one that's mm -hmm. you can put pop that one into the freezer but <laughs> otherwise i think i want a hot pop tart oh well, never had frozen pop tarts i always have room temperature pop -tarts. oh man you're missing out take one pop it no. in the freezer next time I want to do that next time. Yeah, well, because usually I get like just the two pack because I'm trying to get a snack like while I'm driving somewhere. But uh, what the hell is I'll going on here? We're how talking do you know about pop so much tarts. About, how do you know so much about pop tarts? Because they're delicious foods and they're full of nutritional values. They're part of a complete breakfast. I'm not Have you watched any commercial? For guests. What? <laughs> what is an ice cream pop tart? He, okay, if this guy drew about ramen, there was no way he didn't know about pop tarts. I'm just going to say this right now. Oh yeah, cereal, his name is Cereal Demon. I'm not gonna ask him questions about cereal. That's a cop out. That's why I asked about pop tarts. You don't want to go for that low hanging fruit. You want to know about no. the real stuff. The pop tarts, yeah. I, I could have done a cookie crisp joke right there, but I didn't because we're above <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go for toasted. That's the okay. best way to have it. I, okay, yeah. if you answer this question wrong, I will never read any of your comics again. Okay. I'm we'll have to ask the cereal question. What goes in first and when when you're making cereal? The milk oh, or the cereal? Cereal first. Okay, good. Because if you add in the milk first, then you're just kind of it's sitting there on top and it's <laughs> it's a bad distribution. You're like literally a psychopath if you put the yeah. milk in first. Exactly. Yeah. Never trust someone that does that or eats their cereal with a fork. <laughs> okay, good. I can read your comics still. Right. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad we had this discussion. Ooh, those high stakes, man. <laughs> well, I about to say, like, if you're like, I put, I, I, I put the milk in first. Also, just like your Discord just disappears. So, like, they just like, nope, we can't do it anymore. <laughs> Wake up tomorrow. And it's all gone. Email, I'm and gonna say, you, and go ahead say, and just misquote you if that's okay. I'm gonna leave <laughs> off the part. <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and, and just pick the sound bit that you said milk in first and just play that on uh and just see what happens out there. Yeah. Just ruin my reputation. We'll do the bus feed. We'll do the bus feed. This, this man does you this man does milk first. Yeah. <laughs> we wanted to catch you and we did. Uh <laughs> dang you're crafty. Yeah, he's really he's really looking at uh, you can't hear him doing this but he's looking at eric and i like we're completely insane <laughs> and, well he's uh, like he's, like, he's justified he's about right. pop, he talked about pop tarts he's like this is supposed to be about comics and they're talking you know about a lot pop about pop -tarts. Pop -tarts. hey it's all breakfast food baby <laughs> what's the so what's the weirdest like everyone kind of like everyone kind of has like their own food that they know doesn't make sense to other people but they like combine things together. Mm -hmm. It's like the weirdest meal that you eat frequently. You know, I'll say if I'm going for like a bagel, since I'll keep it breakfast style here for you. If I'm doing <laughs> a bagel, the best thing you can add to a bagel is gochujang. It's a Korean like hot pepper paste. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but you take that and you mix that with the cream cheese or if you're buttering your bagel, it sounds like it would be like overpowering but it, it's really good on like an everything bagel you eat spicy bagels i'll eat a spicy bagel for bed for breakfast oh yeah oh wow yep see yep. that's why i asked that, that, goku chains are red chili paste is a savory sweet and spicy fermented condiments popular in korean cookie cooking wow 
I had I always a bagel have a tub in the freezer. That's some wow. <laughs> is this next to the Pop Tarts? It is. It's right <laughs> next to the Pop Tarts, and then you know you get those Frosted Flakes. You stick them in there too. Why not? <laughs> so, so, so can I just? I don't want to. I'm. Not, I promise. I'm not trying to insult you in any way, sir. Uh, is this a normal look for you? It is. I okay. <laughs> I pretty much look like this all the time. <laughs> okay, okay. Because you got the, the Raising Arizona Nicolas Cage vibe going right now <laughs> with the with the tank top and like the overshirt that has skulls and, and roses on it. Yeah, just wondering, you know, like it's a good look. It's a cool oh, look well, thank but, you. But I'm just, yeah, I was just wondering, wanted to paint the picture for our listeners. And, uh, yeah. I like the Raising Arizona style. I like that. Am I am I on the money there, Eric? You know a lot about Nick Cage, the greatest actor of all time. Yes, he does have he, he does have a racing Arizona look. Like he does, he, like a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, go well, find a kid. I mean, oh. for, yeah, maybe it's because there's a baby in that movie too. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's my a, god! It's a great Cohen Brothers film. Come on, everybody, Google that because I'm completely on the mark on that on that image. It looks way more when I've got like a mustache going too. I look I like, like that early Nick Cage. <laughs> Seriously, do yeah. No, you could win the contest. I think. <laughs> I'll take that. I like that. You could win a contest. I think you could win a contest. You should enter a contest. I'll <laughs> do like a vampire's kiss costume or something. If I just keep saying <laughs> contest, we gotta we gotta find a we gotta make a contest. Yeah. For this, we got to make a Nick Cage lookalike contest. Hosted well, I mean, by one and only comics.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One and only comics.com. Speaking of our sponsor, one and only comics.com is having a Nick Cage lookalike contest coming up in January, January 13th. There we go. Fam- famously, yes. Nick Cage's favorite day of the year. Everybody go to oneandonlycomics.com for their Nick Cage lookalike contest on January 13th. At- and they don't have it, write in and complain, saying it was from That's Zach. That's right. Uh, That's of, right. Zero demon <laughs> talking to do it. Wait, wait I, I just shared this Raising Arizona picture in the chat. I don't know if you I noticed that. But, I noticed but, that. But, yes. Oh my God, it looks almost exactly like our guest today. I feel it, so lo- you, it looks similar to you. You, you, lack, you lack the mustache, is the truth of the matter. Yeah. I, I shave it. Sometimes I've got on a mustache. Sometimes it's mutton chops. But recently I went for the all shaved off. And now I <laughs> wish I had. <laughs> but you do a mustache. That's just uh, crazy cool. And crazy cool. Yeah. And it curls taught, too. <laughs> you've taught yourself how to make comics. Which is mm-hmm. also very awesome. Yeah, no, it's impressive. Sheer determination and spite. I, I make myself... <laughs> Do it every single day until I'm a master of it. Who are who are you spiting? <laughs> Past self. There you go. Ah, okay, okay, nice, cool. If you could draw anyone else's comic, who would it be? Like what? What? Who else's comic would you draw? Oh man, if I had the skill, I would love to do like a, a Hellboy or Ghost Rider comic. Interesting. Okay. I doubt I'll ever be as good as that to get like a Magnola style going, but that would be top choice. Ghost Rider, another Nicolas Cage reference. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, great, uh, great movie. Great movie. <laughs> great sequel movie too. Oh, if you yeah. had a crossover uh, with Serial Demon in any comic, who would you want it to be? Oh man, now that's a tough one. You know what? Batman. Batman. Mm. I'm going to go with Batman. So would Batman be allies with Serial Demon or would be fighting Serial Demon? I think he'd be trying to find out who's leaving all the cereal everywhere. (laughs) Where are all these damn Cheerios coming from? (laughs) We have a detective. It's a mystery. (laughs) Somewhere along the line, Robin gets kidnapped or something. That usually happens. It's par for the court. I mean, it's not Jubilee levels of kidnap, but it is high up there. And so how'd you get hooked up with one and only comics? Just wondering. A mutual friend, Dehoots. Dehoots. Oh, yeah. Dehoots. Nice. We were following each other for a little while, and I loved his style. And one day he reached out. He's like, hey, you know, 
the cult of Zomic or comic. They're looking to have new artists in all the time. Would you like to join? And I was like, sure. I don't know what I'm doing. Let's do it. <laughs> and so through there, I met Brian at One and Only Comics. And I don't know, the rest is history. I just I really like what he does. You like his comics? Oh, yeah. Have you checked out his new Planet of the Apes comics he was doing for a little bit there, where he was reviewing the series of movies? He was talking about the Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I Have you ever wa- done that, watched all of the Planet of the Apes movies? Oh, yeah. I've got yeah. a Blu-ray like collection of all the old ones. I've, I do, too. Yeah. I love all the Planet of the Apes. It's probably one of my favorite like franchises. Me, too. Yeah, it's underrated. but And the, the Mark Wahlberg one just killed it. Oh, it's, uh, it's so like, bad, so good, so it, bad, you know? Oh, it's, it's not even good bad. It's just really, <laughs> really bad. No, I, yeah, and, and what's bad is you can't find it. I couldn't find it on DVD, so I had really? to buy it on Prime. So now it's like in my videos. Every time I go to my videos of like things I bought, I have to look at that stupid movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the algorithm now. It's going to haunt you forever. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I'll never get rid of it. It's always going to be, my kids will have to know about that movie because of because of the, my bad choices early in my life. What is Planet of the You're the, the one that likes the... Uh... What? Planet of the I'm... Apes, you're the one with Mark Wahlberg. I was talking I just... about you're the one that likes that one... Mar... The Marvel film, or whatever that the Marvel like with the like the with HOHLE and stuff. You like that? One. What? What? Wait, what? What are you one talking second. about? Who are you texting? Uh, no, I'm looking at the HOHLE. One second. Angelina Jolie wanted. Is that the Eternals? No. Oh, the Eternals. The, the Eternals. Oh. You're the one that liked the Eternals. Have you seen the Eternals? The Eternals? I haven't. It's so. So, oh, good so for you! Bad. You are in the correct. You, it is awful. We have in an a episode good way. Where you spend I mean, an hour like ripping. The, there's an entire, <laughs> the entire movie. Every sentence starts with a character name, because somebody in Hollywood thought there's too many characters. We need everybody. No one's gonna to know. know who this is if we don't. Nobody's say gonna their know name. the entire movie. The whole entire movie. There's like from the first sentence. To the end, they say each other's name, and it's very, it's that's well, just that's, one problem. <laughs> that's what people naturally do. You're in the middle of a great conflict, you're fighting a monster. Hey, yo, Jimbo, we got to go fight him. <laughs> the, the, the movie has the ability to make you feel uniquely racist by, <laughs> throwing, by throwing a character in that looks exactly like Wong from Doctor Strange. But it's not long. Yeah. And, but he but looks it, like him oh, and he has the yeah. same colored hands and same magic looking thing. Yeah, his powers actually... look super similar, but it's not him. What's also worse though, too, though, is like you know, show don't tell. Yeah. Like they don't. They like every single time like, line of dialogue is just more exposition, like, oh, we did this and we did this and we did this. Oh, that's why we have to go here, that's why we have to go here. I'm just like, you know. And like all great horrible movies, it ends the ending, the rising action, the final scene with a battle takes place, and in the middle of it, they cut to a flashback. <laughs> it takes ten minutes, <laughs> and then they cut back to the to the end, and like uh, signs. Oh my god! Oh, it's just awful. It's it's one of the like, best. The only thing I do. The only thing I do like about it is there's a character named Icarus, and guess where he goes at the end of the film? He oh, goes let me somewhere. Guess. He just flies at the sun, right? Yes, you are exactly <laughs> correct. Like but that why? is the one thing they've done correctly, and they don't even go yet. There's really no explanation why he's just like I'm going to go fly in the sun. They're like, wait, why? There's no reason. There's just no doses. He just was like, I kind of like don't like what's happening right now, so he just does it. He just like looks around. He's like, I don't know. Bye. Perfectly normal motivation. Just screw it. I'm going to go into the sun. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Well, next, when you do finally watch it, come back on a podcast and we'll do it. Let's just make that a goal for 2024. We have a panel Eternals discussion. And like, we get as many of these comic 
creators as we well, can. We'll get show. every single one of our past guests on. Just even like the one that, even we'll the one in Ireland. Our marathon rip of the Eternals. We should we'll do, do a live action version. We should do a watching of it, like live action between everyone while on Zoom. See, there we go. I'll go in completely blind. We'll live watch it. Cool. <laughs> now I, I feel like you've missed some of the subtle badness. <laughs> what do you mean? There is no missing it. It's all bad. <laughs> it's all bad. It's all like, bad. How subtle like, could it be? Like this is a film that I don't even know Nicholas Cage could have saw could have saved. Like just that bad. Like, I don't even know how like, Nicholas Cage could not like would fail to chew the scenery in this one. This is like one of the this is like a movie that is like the the epitome of when Nick Cage is bad. It's like it's like really but also like strange and weird and bad. It's really bad. Would yeah. you say it's better or worse than the flash? The flash? I've not seen the flash. Me either. <laughs> I saw the flash all right, so I saw the flash twice in the theater. Twice? Not, oh wow! Not ashamed to say it. The first time was because it was the first time in like a long, freaking time that I'd seen a movie, <laughs> and so I was like, blown away by a seeing Batman, seeing Superman, Woman, and seeing the Flash, which is my favorite comic character. I don't think it's as bad as people say. I do think the actor in in the leading role is a horrible human being. Mm, Ezra, yeah. yeah. Ezra Miller. So, and I do think that that sets a lot of people off from watching the entire movie where he's two characters the entire movie. It's like an acting tour de force. It's really like an impressive job of acting because he's playing two characters the whole movie. But mm-hmm. but yeah, I get, I get why people don't want to watch this movie. And then on the second viewing, I kind of understood some of the flat holes, but I will say it's very flashy, very cool. Uh, and it's very kinda, flat. I mean, it's kind of like fun. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, I like what you did there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And yeah, and so I just like the character, so I like it. So, and and sometimes you just have to like a bad movie. Sometimes, yeah. I love the room. I mean, you want to talk <laughs> about bad movies? Oh, exactly. that's a fair. That's a fantastic film. Like I always go to see it. I don't know if you know anything about Chicago movie theaters. There is a theater called the Music Box Theater where mm-hmm. they do like midnight showings of them once per month. Oh wow! And, and like we do like we throw the spoon stuff like that too. I got to meet uh, the not main character main character because he was there uh, like like asking questions and yeah. signing copies of his book. Oh, uh, Greg Sestero. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Super nice guy. Like He taught me to be photogenic for once. It was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> He's a... I, I read that book, The Disaster Artist. That's a I read it too. real fun yeah. read. It's a real fun read. Like, he like, he also knows like like what his career is too, which is kind of nice. Like, he's kind of like, yeah, this is what my career is. Like My high point was this He's film, embraced which is, it. Yeah. When you got a call tits, you just go with it yeah you don't want to ruin it <laughs> what is it focus unfocus focus focus on the other In hand the fil- when you have a call hit and you're nicholas cage you just make 10 more that month <laughs> we gotta buy a new t-rex skull yeah I think you he, think- how in debt was he i mean like like the he was prolificness when- of his career Suggests that he was billions of dollars in debt. He was over three million dollars in debt because he was like making. That's why he was at one point making six films a year because he just couldn't afford like because he wasn't getting paid anything. So he just had to film more and more. And then he came back because of he just got a lot of like smaller roles that he did really really good at. And then Pig kind of brought him back into the limelight. And then followed by the greatest or one of the greatest Nicholas Cage films of all time. The Incredible or the incredible way to like unbearable talent or whatever it's called. Like, so funny. That? I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. That's you need to see that. In, that is a charming movie. I gotta say. It is fantastic. It's like it's Nicholas Cage understanding who he is to a T and just like enjoying himself. Nice. Absolutely. Okay. Do we actually have any questions like for Zach that like relate to Zach stuff? Or are we kind of wrapping it up? I don't know. I feel like we covered a lot of ground here. Anything you want to talk about, Zach, that we missed? Hmm, I can't think of anything. You know what? I'll go ahead and 
say if you haven't yet, go get your copy of Oasis. That's my new comic. It's actually printed out. Comes with a sticker. And uh, yeah, you can check me out on Instagram, Serial Demon Comics. And uh, yeah. Uh, um, link, or everything like to will be linked uh, in the description down below whether on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram the Facebook or whatever um, we will make sure that like people can find you wait cool. where, where do they buy it though? one and only comics.com? one and only comics. Yeah. our sponsor right? yep yeah just, our new sponsor just, okay they need to pay us now yep. we're, not, we're not going away they need to give us some money I'll yep. tell Brian that Make sure you pay these guys. We demand it. Wait, it's one and only comics.com? I think they banned, only- they banned me. They they banned my IP. I can't go Pro- to the site anymore. Probably because of that comment you just made earlier during our thing. <laughs> that was on you. It's He's not watching. loading. Uh, this isn't is part of the this isn't part of the ad. But the site's not loading, it's not working anymore. Oh, not a sponsor anymore, I guess. I can't visit it. It's, the site doesn't work. If you're trying to visit and buy that comic, it's not going to work. And- That's on you, dude. That's not on anyone else. That's on you. You're at fault for this. Okay, okay. Maybe. Maybe it just doesn't work. But... Oh, maybe it's on totally on you and you should owe everyone an apology. Maybe Brian didn't buy, didn't pay for his hosting this month. Maybe it doesn't. Uh, I'm on the website right now, dude. You are? Okay, okay. Never mind. It's working. Go buy his comic. Oasis, which I really liked. It's a good comic. Even though it's kind of a shitty band. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, Oasis is the best band of all time. Oh, God. Of all time. What's the story? Morning Glory is a CD that speaks (laughs) to generations. Where were you, Keegan, while we were getting high? Where were you while we were getting high? Come on, man. Someday you'll find me. (laughs) Coffee needs to land side. <laughs> like the champagne supernova. <laughs> While we were getting high. Yeah, okay. Thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Thank you so much, Zach. Yeah, thank you for having me. Go check out well, we a... Serial Demon Comics. Not you. I mean, I was thanking you, but then I was talking to you. Before. All right. Thank you so Go much. Check out too. Bye. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right.